Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. Tell me, what are the memories that have affected your life? What is the power of memory? And did you know it's a four-letter word? We'll talk about that in just a minute. Again, I would love to welcome all of our new listeners to all of our veteran listeners. We are now into our 83rd episode And uh, thankfully, we have an audience that is open to be challenged, that is contributing to the dialogue, that goes into reframing the way we look at the world. And I want to thank you for checking in at jangoldstein.com. Check out the novels and the nonfiction books um, and hopefully you'll order them. Hopefully they will mean something to you. I will tell you that in many of them, we deal with memories. And I think that memory uh, floats on an ether within us that oftentimes lifts can lift us and oftentimes can challenge us. And we're going to talk about those uh, in just a minute. I did want to say that For all of you who have um, written, whether it's on the Apple podcast or in Spotify or somewhere where you're listening to the podcast and you're rating it and maybe leaving a note, really appreciate it. And particularly, I'm moved by the um, uh, texts and emails I've received um, and particularly to the website, letting me know that you've shared our podcast with them. members of your family, and uh, friends and acquaintances. Um, It means so very much, and I hope you'll uh, continue to do so. You know, memory that is celebrated in, in the musical Cats, and no one can forget that particular melody by Andrew Lloyd Webber, but it it uncovers and points to something that is perhaps deeper than we know. Um, And memories can haunt us, yes. Um, They can also, and here's a four-letter word, help us. Um, And they can remind us oftentimes of what's important. And I want to talk about those memories that have that kind of impact. For example, and I want to start by telling you a story when I was a young boy, when I was nine, my dad uh, had been acting for some years uh, at St. Michael's Playhouse uh, in Winooski, Vermont, which was a professional theater company. And um, they would often welcome students from Catholic University in Washington, D.C. to train at this theater um, with veteran actors. And my dad was perhaps um, the member of the cast that was often... Um, given what we call the more mature roles. Um, but there came about a play, uh, Sunrise at Campobello, um, that they were going to perform, which is the story of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, particularly 
um, at the moment when he is trying to regain use of his legs in some way. He had to wear these very cumbersome braces. But he wanted to be able to walk across the stage uh, up to the lectern uh, in the play to put uh, another person's name and nomination. Later on, he would want to walk up and accept the nomination when he ran for governor. And uh, this is all about his family. Uh, and I played his youngest son. My dad had recommended, said, I think you might love to do this. And he encouraged me to um, enter the theater as a little kid and to take in the remarkable experience, which proved to be absolutely life-affirming and life-shaping. And I'll never forget that opening night, the first time I'm going to go on before an audience and um, be in a show with my dad, along with all these other actors, but they needed children, so they went looking and the local population and my dad had recommended I audition for it and I did and I got the part and that opening night he said to me Jan I want you to know what an incredible evening this is for me to watch you do this I love acting and I know you're going to be terrific And then he just looked at me and said, I believe in you. I believe. And that look in his eye, to this day, stays with me. It is a vivid photograph in my heart. And it is one that I've taken out many times over the course of my life. To hear a parent tell you they believe in you, that memory is something that I, I, I find lift in, and there's a four-letter word, lift. It is something I need. It is filled with love. Love and need and lift those four-letter words that affirm who you are. And that's what memory can do. I'm often impacted by what Desmond Tutu said about memory. Without memory, there is no healing, he said. Adding, without forgiveness, there is no future. How can memory impact forgiveness? I think one of the ways it can do that is by reminding us um, of what's important. Or to coin another phrase, someone I know uses often, all that matters. It reminds us of all that matters. A moment like that with a parent telling you they believe in you, that's what matters. And moments in which you've shared something particularly meaningful or painful or poignant because memories can burn. That's another four-letter word. Yes, they can burn, 
But as my mother often reminded me, memories that burn can also bless. They'll remind us of friendships. And speaking of Franklin Roosevelt, his wife Eleanor said, many people will walk in and out of your life, but only true friends will leave footprints in your heart. What footprints do you have in your heart? as we're looking at this topic of memory this week. Because those footprints are memories. Memories with feet. Feet that travel, that walk. Abraham Joshua Heschel said that when he was marching with Martin Luther King, his feet, as they were marching, were praying. Memories can pray. Another four-letter word. They can lift us as prayer can. And they can um, lead us to something that we may lose sight of sometime, and that is hope. To find hope in a memory. Speaking of my dad, I'm often reminded of my sister Ethel telling me how on her wedding day, to her husband, John. She was missing my father, who had died sometime or some years earlier. And she remembers saying, Dad, I'm finally getting this so right, and you're not here. And at that moment, she heard a whisper in her ear, or perhaps it was in her heart, or both. I'm right here, Ethel. I'm right here. That's a memory speaking to us across the years. And memories can do that. Dr. Seuss, Theodore Seuss Geisel, said, sometimes you will never know the true value of a moment until it becomes a memory. What some, I, let me repeat that. Sometimes you will never know the true value of a moment until it becomes a memory. What moments have become memories for you? What moments do you hold on to? A child being born. A life cycle event. That moment backstage with my dad. What are the moments for you? I'd love you to challenge yourself this week or take the opportunity this week to think about that very thing, the moments that have become memory and the memories that when we think about them, we know the goodness that remains for moments that may have taken place years earlier. What are the four-letter words that memory represents? I've talked about a few of them, hope and love and lift. But also it's something that we keep. It's something that we need. It's something sometimes that can be cool or hard and also holy. It can remind us of home. It can wake us, shake us. It can be a gift.
Alexander Solzhenitsyn, who was a dissident in the Soviet Union, said, Own only what you can always carry with you. No languages, no countries, no people. Let your memory be your travel bag. And we can travel with our memories through wherever we have moved in life, wherever we are right now. Open up that travel bag of memories. Let them speak to you. Speak to you. Sophia Loren, the actress, said, I've never tried to block out the memories of the past. Even though some are painful, I don't understand people who hide from their past, she says. Everything you live through helps to make you the person you are now. Everything you live through helps to make you the person you are now. The great playwright and humorist Oscar Wilde said, memory is the diary that we all carry about with us. And Nobel laureate Elie Wiesel said, without memory there is no culture, without memory there would be no civilization, no society, no future. Let us celebrate our memory. And may we take the travel back with us wherever we go, knowing that it can not only burn us, but bless us as well. As Grizabella sings about memory in Cats, it is something that can sometimes shake us and affirm who we are. It can remind us of pain and at the same time remind us of the power within us to renew ourselves. Let our memory be a sign of hope and may we lift that hope into the future and know that sometimes when we hold on to a memory when we are reminded, when we listen to us, we are, listen to it, we are truly home. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is all that matters. Matters.